Hey yo, someone call the paparazzi, cause this week we got the story of one of Hollywood's baddest bad girls, Shannon Doherty. But first, in our hot topic, we talk about the early demise of Jeffrey Epstein. Rest in pieces. And stay tuned. What up, fam? Feels good, right? Good, right? <laughs> yeah, I know it, dude. Yeah. And without further ado, we broadcasting live from CA to NY. Oh, speaking of butt clapping. What about butt clapping, man? So I saw Megan Thee Stallion yesterday. Uh huh. I am 31 years old. I have never seen an ass like that before in my life. <laughs> that shit moves in multiple directions. It moves like <laughs> in and out, back and front, up and down, like independently, each cheek independently of each other. What a beautiful thing. It was, oh my God. I'm going to, I think I'm going to post a video to the drama club so y'all can see, but shit, it was <laughs> crazy. You know what I wanted to ask our listeners? Somebody tell us what you think would be a good Halloween costume for us and our crew. Oh, yeah, that'd be so cute. There's four girls. Yeah. Steph was saying the Beatles, which I think is cute. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to think of fours. I like the idea of Spice Girls, too, but there's five of them. So that sucks. <laughs> and then I think nobody, everybody's going to want to be the same ones. Nobody's going to want to be scary, and nobody's going to want to be... uh ginger why not i like ginger all right you can be ginger then <laughs> they know that courtesy means showing respect thinking of the other person real friendliness okay guys so last week jeffrey epstein kicked the bucket mm -hmm. i like i think we've talked about this that i like conspiracy theories but i'm a skeptic like i like hearing them so am i because it's always well put together yeah it's always like okay i could see like you this makes sense right i like the connections that you're making and somebody has to ask these questions but right. do i believe it you know not necessarily but this might be i don't know this is the only one where it makes a lot of sense so w the official word is that he committed suicide by hanging right yeah but Obviously, a lot of people would want him dead because he's connected to some of the most powerful people. Yeah. And allegedly, well, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it is allegedly we don't, you know, he's not convicted, but mm -hmm. running a sex trafficking ring. Meanwhile, pictures of him with Trump, with mm -hmm. Prince Andrew, mm -hmm. with former President Bill Clinton. Yeah. There's a lot of powerful people that he could possibly bring down with him right but okay so he was he allegedly attempted suicide earlier i think like a month ago and ever since then he had supposedly been on suicide watch yet somehow he still ended up dead right and it's like two young officers who like had never done it before or anything right like that's what they said they weren't like previously trained in suicide watch or anything like that that they falsified like the checks to go see epstein how do they know that they were that the checks were falsified i don't know this is like all we don't know right like huh this is like what the whispers are around the whispers. twitter verse whispers uh, I, I guess the big red flag for me was the broken hyoid bone because that usually doesn't happen with a hanging it's more in line with the strangulation oh not to say that it's impossible for it to happen during a hanging it would just be very rare right so that was when i found out that that was in the autopsy i was like oh they're gonna either call it inconclusive or a homicide right but they just they said suicide yeah cnn says that he signed his will two days before huh. like an updated version of his will okay huh i don't know it just it's fishy to me oh yeah totally what do you think about like prince andrew oh man yeah prince andrew for sure was gonna go down <laughs> 100 percent. but do i think that prince andrew has the the means 
to oh. to to <laughs> execute this if you know if he could he be part of a conspiracy in the UK maybe in the US no I, I doubt it yeah how I don't know the Queen has pulled though yeah but like <laughs> but like a Scotland Yard yes. off with his head <laughs> this particular pedophile. Uh, another pedophile shows up dead in in prison. You're like, well, okay, that's what, either, happens. that's what happens. Either he did it to himself or someone else in there did it to him. But this is like the one pedophile that we needed alive. Yeah, seriously. You know, so I don't, I don't think that someone inside would have, like, another inmate or something would have done it. Right, just, right, right. Unless the inmate was paid by a powerful person, of course. Ooh, I don't know. That's scary. What, that it's possible that it's a conspiracy? Yeah, it's, it's scary. It's But it's just like any other conspiracy, the chances of it being true are very slim because of the amount of people that would be required to keep it a secret. Yeah, that's always how people start falling. It's like you tell too many people or yeah. too many people are involved. Somebody breaks. Right, because you'd need the person who did it. You'd need guards. You'd need... The person who asked for it. How do they not have video cameras the in these cells? In the cells? Maybe Privacy? that's overkill. Yeah. Are, that's true. Are, are, are prisoners afforded a right to privacy? I don't know, actually. That's a good question. It just seems like basic human rights, but I mean, they put them in solitary, so I don't think yeah. we're affording them too many basic human <laughs> rights. That we look inside their butts. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's the most private space of all. <laughs> if you can't be private in your butt, then you can't be private anywhere. Oh, uh, well, I saw that news when I was getting on the plane and I was like, is this real? Is this real? Like, I thought it was a, like, a fucking joke or something at first. Mm -hmm. I saw that people were saying that the, they don't buy that the body that they found is his, which oh, I really? don't, that's, that's just too far-fetched. That's, uh, that's How could his face be like? Well, they're comparing, like, because you know they have photos of where the guards were like picking him up and loading him up, right? And they're like comparing the his ears, the shape of his ears, to like known photos we have of him side by sides, and they're like the ears don't match up, but the ears oh, do match up. <laughs> and also, the ears could be engorged if he was hanging for a while, and you oh, know, God. I don't know. That's awful. <sighs> He could have, I don't know if they, if he could have brought down a government or anything. Like it would have been just like individual people who would yeah. have. I wonder why protect those people. Or maybe, maybe it wasn't about protecting somebody else. Like if he did just do it out of his own free will, maybe it's just like he's so disgusted with himself. After all this time? Yeah. I mean, people do that. They just get to a breaking point. Wasn't he arrested before? Yeah, in 2008. And that was like so sketchy. Like, why? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. It's hard to put yourself in the mind of a monster. Right. <laughs> and a monster who could be protecting other monsters. Yeah. So scary. How sketchy are just the fact, the fact that there's videos of Trump like partying with this fool. Yeah. Grabbing girls like that. Ugh. how do people stand behind this person how are they like this is who i want to represent me and my country you know what the name of the plane was not the official name but the nickname of the plane yes may lolita that's disgusting the lolita express that's crazy yeah how was he just like that far out there with this shit and like in plain sight when you have powerful friends yeah you know yeah so he he dead i'm I'm not gonna say r.i.p but yeah he's gone hmm. he's somewhere <laughs> man i want you to do you know which one i want you to do me hmm. is the is what was the name of that show the duggar drama mm, yeah 19 kids and counting yeah I remember like hearing about it, but I remember you telling me about like the breakdown of like how far that guy's pedophilia went or whatever. He was a, he was, it was incestual or something. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I remember that was fucking scary. Did we do... Did you do the Ashley Madison hack? No, you did it. I did it. And he came up on it, right? Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Uh, Did you hear about that plane that crashed that killed the anchor, the news anchor from New Orleans? No, that's awful. Yeah, it's really sad. She's been on the air for like 25 years. And she was doing a story on one of the... I think it was like one of the first black pilots in that region or something oh man and the and the plane crashed that's awful yeah and it killed both of them her name was nancy parker oh oh it was a small plane yeah yeah but she has three children that's so awful super beloved in the community and stuff because people you know those news anchors where you like you you grow up watching them like you never you don't remember at time seeing anybody else yeah yeah <laughs> that's yeah. so awful paula dean's brother bubba died <gasps> he did me yeah 65 years old damn he's young yeah wow i wonder what happened he had pancreatic cancer that's oh, the big one yo Oh no you know who's actually doing very well alex trebek i saw that i read that also which is great yeah that's courtesy at work what up, everyone? My name is Stephanie. And hey, guys, my name is May, and together we are The Drama Club. Thank you for listening. This is our full-ass episode. We are a podcast about celebrity scandals, uh, biographies, mm-hmm. drama, gossip. Yeah. Births. Movies, sports. <laughs> deaths, marriages. Yeah. Who was born? The whole, the whole ass circle of life. Nobody was born this. I'm oh. so sure somebody was born. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was born. I was at a at the dermatologist and the she had like old magazines on the table and one of them was talking about Meghan Markle. It was like it's twins. It's this is from like before she had uh-huh. the baby obviously and it was like it's twin girls. The palace confirms. The queen isn't <laughs> the queen is ecstatic and I was like, "Damn, they just like really just be printing anything huh whatever the fuck they want we should do an episode <laughs> like that we'll just pick someone and we'll just write whatever we want about it <laughs> just make up shit yeah all right so anyway you got a story for us stuff okay so i got a topic for you guys this is a story about a girl named shannon doherty <gasps> oh my god okay this, this was fun for me because i'm i'm not like a fan of shannon's mm-hmm. i didn't drama wa- though <laughs> she got hella drama i never watched 90210 but anyways her story is kind of all over the place mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i got it primarily from her e true hollywood story which as may said is what we do when we're trying to put together episode last minute <laughs> This is going to be interesting too because what when was her true Hollywood story from? Like, it was like 2004 or something. Okay, so she's had hella drama since then. I know, seriously. Okay. All right. So Shannon Doherty was born in 1971 to a Southern Baptist family in Memphis, Tennessee. Huh. Her mom owned a beauty parlor and her dad owned a trucking company. Okay. And she seemed to have a pretty normal childhood, like nothing that I saw from her childhood that was out of the out of the ordinary or scandalous okay yeah entrepreneur small business owners right in the south we stand we stand <laughs> <laughs> biscuits america <laughs> beauty parlors cigars <laughs> sweet tea yep we in it it's all in there butter paula dean we love you baby all right anyway so so her family moved to Palos Verdes and she began doing TV commercials at the age of 10. Okay. That's a big move right there. It's a huge move. So she's paying for the house, obviously. Yeah. Okay. That'll come up. So she mm-hmm. was cast as Jenny Wilder in the NBC series Little House, The Beginning, which was a spinoff of Little House on the Prairie. And she was only 11 years old at that time. I do not fuck with Little House on the Prairie. And Dude, how does it have that many spinoffs, too? That shit is boring. I, I can't know. believe people liked that shit. Yeah, people be liking that shit. Like I can't I can't really get into the story because every story was like, Pa, some there's a stranger in town. And then like the stranger would be like, Howdy, ma'am. <laughs> and then that was it. Like they would just rest that shit up to, for like an hour. Cut to the credits. 
<laughs> oh, man. All right. So she worked on the series until 1984. And during this time, her dad's company ended up going bankrupt. And then her dad was so stressed out by all of that that he had a stroke. Oh, shit. So her family was going through that shit. And Shannon's guest starring roles and commercials ended up being their financial everything. That's a lot of pressure for a kid, dude. She was 13. Yeah, that's too much. It's way too much. That's low-key. That's what fucked up. Um, What's her face? Real Housewife. Kim Richards? Yeah. Yeah. And she brings that shit up all the time. She's like, I supported mm-hmm. my family. Like, I paid all of our bills. Like, mm-hmm. she has that shit, like, ingrained in her brain. You yeah. Know? Could you imagine being a kid? Yeah, you don't get a real childhood. And then not only that, but you have all this pressure. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. So she then gained a small role in the movie Girls Just Want to Have Fun with our favorite girl, SJP. SJP and Helen Hunt. Shout out SJP Um, and Helen Hunt. Yeah, Helen Hunt is underrated. Yeah, shout out to her. It's because she fell off, dude. Like, where where are you at? Dude, you know what I was thinking? Who I was thinking of that really fell off? And actually, maybe I'll save it for an afternoon delight. But do you remember Jonathan Taylor Thomas? JTT, yeah. Yeah. That was somebody that, like, just fucking vanished. Yeah. Because he had a very specific look to that time. Yeah. You, you can't grow. What about the kid from Jerry Maguire? He's never not going to be that little kid from Jerry Maguire with his <laughs> little glasses and shit. No. <laughs> So people who worked on the girls who just want to have fun set with uh, Shannon said that she was super professional. She was really young, but she knew her way around a set. She was always on time. She was always mm-hmm. ready to work. So they all loved her. And she was about to start high school then, but she dropped out in order to star in this NBC series called Our House. Mm-hmm. Shannon played this wholesome and naive daughter. And I guess the show did OK, but it ended up getting canceled after two years. Okay. Then in the spring of 1988, she got her huge break in the movie Heathers, playing Heather Duke. (laughs) One of my favorite lines from that movie is, I love my dead gay son. (laughs) (laughs) I always think about that. And gag me with a spoon. I just saw somebody say that Heathers was their favorite Winona movie. And I was thinking, damn, like what? Like, Winona has so many good roles, it's hard. So many bops, but Heathers would not even be in my Right? Top. Like, I think Beetlejuice over Heathers, like, if we're going that far back. Um, Edward Scissorhands over both of them. Oh. But also, maybe not, because I like the classic Winona look, and in Edward Scissorhands, she's, like, blonde, and yeah, she's she got the long weird, hair. Yeah. I, I, when I want to think of Winona, I want to think of, like, the brunette, Black short hair. hair. Yeah, yeah, me too. Anyways, all right, so that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> so then uh, this, so she was fucking perfect in this role. The mu- movie was a huge cult hit and it definitely bumped up her fame and all the attention she was getting. Okay, so she was like, um, she she was after Heather, she was like famous? Yeah, people were like definitely like paying attention to her. Okay. So at the same time, Aaron Spelling was auditioning actors for his next series, 90210. Mm-hmm. And his daughter Tori suggested that he watch Heather's and think of casting Shannon Doherty as like the main bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Tori. So he did, and Shannon was la- landed the part of Brenda Walsh, uh-huh. and she was 19 years old when she got this role. Shit, I know. <laughs> that's that's cool though because I was just thinking about this is I like Euphoria, and everyone in Euphoria seems like our age. Yeah, like, well, like you guys. <laughs> Why are these adults like hanging the out? The football player, he's like 40. <laughs> <laughs> that feels almost as old as his dad and shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the 90210 cast bonded immediately since they were all these super young, hot actors just trying to make it at the same time. But was anybody else, did anybody else have like the either face or name recognition of Shannon? No. Okay. And the show became an instant huge hit and Shannon immediately started partying around town with fellow mm. castmate Tori Spelling and she became a huge paparazzi target. Okay. And she kind of also relished in this shit. Like she mm-hmm. loved to make a scene for the paps. 
She would flip them off. She'd run away from them laughing. She'd kind of egg them on. Watching videos like old paparazzi videos of her mm -hmm. reminds me of the AD you di just did with Paris Hilton and... Um, uh, yeah, yeah, and Brandon Davis. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she was like that. Like, she kind of fed into their shit. She couldn't get enough. Okay, yeah, because she's young. Yeah. She, she likes that attention. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, at first, the show centered, I guess, on Shannon's character, Brenda, Shannon, and um, the other main guy, R.I.P. Luke Perry? Yes. Uh-huh. But then, as soon as they started getting popular, the full ensemble thing kind of took off. And so the show became about all the characters. Mm -hmm. Kind of like how like uh, Orange is the New, Orange Black, is the New Black and like uh -huh. Grey's Anatomy, shows like that. Uh -huh. And Shannon was super vocal about not being cool with that. And this started some early tension on set with the other actors. What's wrong with you, girl? She wants all the attention for herself. Yeah, but this but is why? Just so weird. But why? Yeah, that's, I know. No. You're getting paid. You're having fun. Why don't you like let your fucking co-workers your homies because you get along with all of them like dude let them it, have their shine the golden rule it ain't no fun if the homies can't have mm -hmm, them mm -hmm. you know what i'm talking about yep leviticus 25 17 <laughs> <laughs> okay so at the end of season one shannon's mentor and like i think former agent from her little house on the prairie days died mm -hmm. after mm -hmm. battling pancreatic cancer which we just talked about yep and allegedly she grieved his death for a while and that kind of affected her a lot at this time. Mm -hmm. But the next season began shooting immediately the following month and Shannon was kind of in this dark place. She had already been vocal about not liking everybody's characters growing more than her own. And on top of that, she was like partying around town fucking with the paparazzi. Mm -hmm. So basically all the other cast members started having problems with her. They didn't like her, basically. And the female cast members especially. And behind the scenes, they were all catty and fighting. And that started these greater rumors about, like, behind the scenes of the 90210 set. Mm, yeah. I love I love an on-set drama. I know. Everybody does. <laughs> so, you know, the magazines are going to roll with that. So the tabloids love telling stories of all the drama happening with 90210 behind the scenes. Meanwhile, Shannon's still out partying every night. So she was basically a constant figure in trashy magazines like okay. every week. Yeah. Allegedly, her partying led to other problems on set. Since she wasn't getting enough sleep, she wasn't working as well as she had been the first season. And Aaron was getting really upset with her because she wasn't showing up on time anymore. So she started oh. delaying production. God damn it. You have one job. You're 19 just, years old. You're on like the biggest hit show. Just fucking show up. Like I that's know. the least of that's the only thing you have to do. Seriously. And then you know since she didn't sleep and everything, like when she did show up, she looked like shit and then yeah, you spent, so they like, probably an, take a lot. <laughs> yeah, you spend an extra hour in the makeup chair. How many of those early scenes she's got to be like mid hangover? <laughs> <laughs> But so 20-year-old Shannon didn't give a fuck. <laughs> she kept partying, clubbing every night. And allegedly, a lot of the 90210 cast and crew ended up telling Paps where she was going to end up at the end of the night for some extra cash. Whoa. Like, they didn't even care anymore. They were just like, hey, we heard her talking about this bar. Or, hey, we yeah, heard her yeah. talking about this club. <laughs> the media basically attacked her around this time because she was a super easy target. Yeah, sure. They could compare her to her character Brenda on the show, who I guess was also a super bitch, and then show her out partying and being rude, and everybody just kind of ate up this trashiness. So Brenda was this; she was like the main character, but she was like an anti-hero. She's a bitch. Yeah, she's like a bitch. Okay, that's weird. Uh huh. I like that. At the end of season two, Shannon left nine hundred two one zero. Not nine, didn't leave the show, but she left LA to film a TV movie called Obsessed. And she had been doing pretty good for herself, but everybody says that she was super bad at managing money. But obviously, she's only like 20 years old by now. Yeah. So she was earning $17,000 a week from shooting 90210, which low key isn't enough. 17? Yeah. In but there's a lot of them, right? In 19, what? 1992. Yeah, I think that, that I think that's all right. Yeah. I th I just actually read an article recently about what the cast of 90210 is making right now for the reboot. Mm 
and I want to say it's twenty five grand an episode or yeah, something like that. Yeah, they're making pretty good actually. No, oh, it's they're talking about how it's terrible. Oh, really? For the kids or for everyone? For for everybody, every all the main cast members. So Jason Priestley, Jenny Garth, Tori Spelling. They're making twenty five grand a, an episode or thirty five grand, something like that. Damn, but I guess. Honestly, yeah, that's probably that's not enough. But also, like, are those shows that popular now? I don't know. Yeah, like, are they making that much? You know what I mean? They're they're treating it like a big TV event. Yeah. All right. So she was earning like seventeen k, and then the bank ended up garnishing wages from her because she had written over thirty thousand dollars in bad checks. Why are you doing that? Oh my god! <laughs> Get yourself an accountant. <laughs> Then in June 1992, Shannon's teenage sweetheart, who was just some guy she had dated throughout her uh-huh. teens, ended up breaking up with her and requesting all the jewelry he had gifted back to her. Okay, give that shit back. What was it, a ring pop? <laughs> <laughs> then Shannon was kind of low on cash, so she agreed to star in this band Slaughter's music video so she could ba- mm-hmm. pay back some of her debts. And she was super into this into Eddie Vedder, the lead singer of Pearl Jam. Oh, yeah. I talk like this for some reason. Dude, I don't know why, but... She, okay, they kept bringing this up in her E! True Hollywood story, like, all the time, that she was super into him, and she kind of, like, stalked him for a while, but he wasn't into her. Like, he kept rejecting her. I don't know if that was, like, a public thing that happened, or they just wanted to drag her yeah. in her E! True Hollywood <laughs> story. <laughs> he seems was, too old for her, also. Right? Yeah. So Shannon was meant to present with her 90210 co-star Jenny Garth at the Emmys that year, but she refused to s- share the stage with her because allegedly Jenny got to speak before she did. That's fucking stupid. How how low? Uh, yeah, you're disgusting. <laughs> yeah, so that was all over the fucking news and the Emmys just ended up cutting Shannon from the show. Yeah, bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Then she was invited to present at the VMAs and allegedly asked out Eddie Vedder to be her date. But again, he refused her because he still wasn't into her. (laughs) (laughs) Then she met a dude named Dean Factor, who was heir to a makeup company, Max Factor. Uh And they started macking and got together around the same time. Hey, did he have a really tragic end? Oh, I don't know, actually. I didn't. Like something really bad. I don't know if it was Dean or another one of the heirs to the Max Factor fortune. God, I have no idea, May. Okay. I'm looking up Dean Factor. I don't see anything. I'm going to look up Max Factor heir dead. Or, But first of all, I type Max Factor heir and the first thing that comes up is in jail convicted. Oh, shit. Okay. So anyways, so this is like 1992 now. Oh, I just found it. Sorry. Was it him or no? No, it's Andrew. What he's, happened? He's the heir to the Max Factor fortune, and in 2003, he was convicted of multiple sexual assaults using the date rape drug GHB. <gasps> oh my god! Yeah, that's scary. Uh, rape, sodomy, oral copulation, unlawful <gasps> flight to avoid prosecution, and Dog the Bounty Hunter shows up on here too. So I bet they used him to find his ass. Wow! That's oh, he wild. did. Okay. Shit. Okay. All right, go on. All right, so Shannon, in the same year, 1992, got into a public fight at the Roxbury Club in L.A. with the model. Mm -hmm. The seediness was all over the papers, saying that Shannon was in this cat fight and they were kicking and scratching each other. Both women ended up getting arrested and both were issued citations for misdemeanor battery. Hmm. One week later, Shannon was booed at the Billboard Music Awards when she got up to present. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. I know. And that court case, it ended up getting dropped. Yeah. So Shannon was then dropped as a spokesperson for these companies she had been advertising for at the time. Like it was like a jean company and like a teen clothes company. Uh, That was easy money. I know. So it's starting to kind of like backlash on her. But 90210 was still kind of cool with it. Like they were like riding it towards the bank because it was Uh just getting all this free press for them. Mm hmm. Then on March 10th, 1993, Shannon's boyfriend, Dean Factor, filed documents in L.A. court saying that Shannon attacked him by hitting, kicking and scratching him all over. He then says that she recklessly drove them home at dangerous speeds while drunk. 
Shannon countersued, saying that he had also attacked her. Two weeks later, Shannon's landlord filed a lawsuit saying that she owed over $14,000 in back rent to him and also needed to pay over $50,000 in damages that she had done to the apartment she lived at. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh my Damn. God. She's okay. So in the in her day, she was like the ultimate bad, bad girl. girl. Yeah, for sure. Whoa. The landlord matter ended up settling privately out of court a few weeks later. Then Shannon and Dean ended up making up and they took a trip together to Hawaii for her 22nd birthday as well as both dropped the lawsuits against each other. <laughs> Happy birthday, babe. That's so romantic. <laughs> Case dismissed. So he proposed to her while they were out there and the pap- paparazzi caught pictures of Shannon arriving back to LAX with both a diamond engagement ring and a black eye. Oh, shit. Dean ended up admitting that he smacked Shannon, threw her into a pool, and tossed ice at her. But he says that this was only in self-defense because Shannon was equally attacking him and he was just trying to stop her. How do you get into a fight in Hawaii? Right? In Hawaii. I can't believe it. <laughs> On the island, brother? <laughs> what kind of shit is that? Reportedly, around this time, Shannon started an affair with fellow actor Judd Nelson from The Breakfast Club. Uh-huh. I don't like that, dude. Me either. I don't like his nostrils. Yeah, like, it's weird. weird. Shannon kept the affair under wraps while she was, because she was still engaged <laughs> to Dean and living with yeah. him. Mm-hmm. But pretty much soon enough, everyone find, found out about the affair, including the paparazzi, Shannon and Judd were photographed leaving a club in Dallas, and while they were leaving, Judd got into an altercation with some hecklers, which led to him kicking a female bystander and hurting her. What the fuck? He ended up getting arrested for that, and he was sentenced to two years probation. Uh, Okay, so Shannon is two for two with these violent dudes. Yeah. So this, and then so like she's just having an affair with Judd, right? Yeah. But obviously now everybody knows about it. That led to more problems with her actual fiance, oh, Dean. Uh, well, we don't like him anyway, so fuck him, dude. Their relationship just seems like a fucking disaster. Like they're constantly in fights. I uh-huh. guess they're constantly having the cops called on them or calling the oh. cops on each other. Papers are constantly being filed, like both of them filing against each other, and just always moving in, moving out fucking drama non-stop drama you know obviously it's not this simple but at what point do you just look at it in black and white you write down everything bad that has happened and just say this is not a good we're thing. not meant for each other yeah is he balling like max factor are they like balling balling yeah they're balling hmm. i don't know i don't know at this level mm-hmm. you know now because who knows how many errors there yeah. are but I mean, at some point, they were like, you know, balling, balling. Yeah. All right. So meanwhile, the magazines are all over this shit. And Shannon's reputation is just going further and further down the drain. She was bad girl number one. Mm -hmm. People magazine called her the iconic Hollywood 90s bad girl. And she really is like it's basically her and Courtney Love up there Mm -hmm. (laughs) duking it out. Coverage about her tantics, her fights, her feuds, they were always front and center. And the media kind of tore into her. Like, they would publicize all this shit, but they would also kind of drag her for it. Mm, yeah. It's selling papers, but yeah, but they I don't like her. Of course. Yeah. So then, once again, Dean ended up petitioning for a restraining order against Shannon. He, at this point, claimed that she pointed a gun at him, that she broke down his bedroom door she tried to run him over and she had tried to sodomize him. Whoa. But even after that, they fucking made up. Ugh. And he dropped the restraining order request. Mm-hmm. So by this time, there's so much media attention around Shannon. It finally led to a backlash for 90210. Mm-hmm. On July 7th, 1993, 90210 started its fourth season. And most of the cast and crew were not on speaking terms with Shannon. Imagine Only the, Shannon? Yeah. Imagine the crew, too. Like, the cast I kind of get, but damn, like, right. imagine the crew hates you, too. <laughs> I know. One of the, like, the gaffer is like, Fred, tell Jerry to tell Shannon that yeah. I'm not speaking to her. Yeah. <laughs> to stand to the right. 
everyone was basically tired of seeing her messy life all over the tabloids and then dealing with the fallout because inevitably the rest of the cast was always being questioned about Shannon and her antics because they were constantly linked to each other. Right. So in September, Shannon and ended up breaking up finally with Dean and Judd. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Double breakup. But then she met this dude, Ashley Hamilton, and they began dating. Is he related to... A Hamilton. Um, huh. Yeah. Anyway, so Ashley was a figure on the party scene, and he had done a few stints in rehab before he turned 21. Mm-hmm. So they were a match made in heaven, and two weeks after they began dating, they got secretly married in Shannon's backyard. Whoa. The bride was barefoot, the groom was drunk, and half the cast of 90210 <laughs> was there. Oh, okay. Well, some of them showed up. All right. That's yeah. something. So Shannon was definitely obviously seen as a loose cannon and most people saw most of her behavior as very erratic. Okay. So nobody was necessarily happy for the new couple. Like this was definitely in the news, but it wasn't like happy. It was like, look what this bitch did. <laughs> you know, she went and got married. <laughs> yeah. The tension on the 90210 set was high and had finally reached a breaking port- point. And allegedly the entire cast got together and told Aaron Spelling that they no longer wanted to work with Shannon. That's so messy. So Aaron decided and on December 16th, Shannon was told that her contract would not be renewed for a fifth season. What? Don't let it get that bad, you know? At least keep your fucking job. Protect your bag. Yeah. What are you grand doing? a week or probably more at that point. Yeah, because season four. And then like just the exposure of being on a show like that. Yeah. Like what are you doing to your career? Oh, God damn it. So obviously her fucking quickie marriage was then on the rocks and they split mm-hmm. after six months. And <laughs> allegedly after Ashley found a picture of Shannon macking on nightclub owner Randy Gerber. AKA Mr. Cindy oh, Crawford. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was okay. like, oh, what? Found a photo. Right? Like a fucking a Polaroid wasn't <laughs> even on her phone. <laughs> she no. had to get that shit developed. Uh, bitch, you're ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> After her 90210 uh. contract ended, Shannon posed for Playboy magazine as a centerfold. Shannon then met director Rob Weiss and they started dating. She traveled around Europe for a month and kind of took a break from acting since she had burned so many bridges. Mm-hmm. Basically, all of, all of her. <laughs> what, she didn't take a break. Yeah, she had to. Acting acting took a break from her. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, like her agents and all of her staff, everybody was telling her, like, you got to just let things settle down. Like, mm-hmm. So then she got offered a part in Kevin Smith's new movie, Mall Rats, which seemed like a good step for her in her career. Allegedly, a lot of the cast was sketched out about working with her since most of America hated her. (laughs) But it ended up working out and everybody had a good time working together on the movie. The movie itself was a flop at the box office, even though Kevin Smith's movies have like a weird following type of cult. Yeah. Yeah. Fan base. I can't really think of one that was a hit. Right. But like everybody knows them and kind of likes them. They're Uh perfectly acceptable films. Mm hmm. Shannon then broke up with Rob Weiss a while later, and by 1996, 25-year-old Shannon was single and partying all over LA again. Okay, that's that's your peak. There you go. So if that's you're true. 25, if you're 25 and you're listening to this podcast, yeah, enjoy this it. Is it. <laughs> Good, bad times are coming. <laughs> Once at Formosa Cafe in LA, she got into a fight with 22-year-old college student named Corey. The bouncer tried to kick Shannon out of the bar since she was causing a scene, so she grabbed a beer bottle, ran outside to find Corey, and smashed the bottle against his car window. Ooh. She was arrested and charged with assault with a deadly weapon, but she ended up pleading no contest to a smaller charge of vandalism. She was then sentenced to complete an anger management course. Oh, that's that's good. (laughs) Very good. She then starred in a few movies here and there before she was offered the script of a TV show called Charmed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that was being produced by none other than Aaron Spelling. Why would he want to work with her again? Because she still got pulled, dude. Hmm. So Shannon liked the script, but obviously was nervous about working with Aaron again. So she asked to meet with him before she even auditioned in order to be able to clear the air. She says that they met, they hugged, and they let bygones be bygones. 
Wait, he made her audition? Yeah, that's what I heard. That's funny. She was cast to play one of the three main modern day witches on the show, which became a pretty solid hit. Like, it was a Mm -hmm. solid running show on the CW. And it also brought back a bit of respectability to her because now she's finally acting again. She's like a working actress. Right. And it's like um, not a movie where it's four weeks or six weeks. This is a TV show. So it's, you know, every day for months. Right. You got to schedule. It's a whole ass Mm -hmm. thing. So once again, behind the scenes, Shannon quickly alienated her colleagues and started problems. Mm-hmm. Alyssa Milano, who was one of the other witches on the show, started getting on the covers of magazines and basically became the show's it girl. Because she was young. Not just because she was younger. I think people didn't know Alyssa Milano before that. Yes, they did. Who's the boss? Oh, yeah. I wanted to be Alyssa Milano. Like when... <laughs> it, uh, Alyssa Milano on Who's the Boss? I and never then seen she, Who's the Boss. Oh, it's so good. Dude. Really? It's so fucking good. Is e- it on something? Every month, I check to see if it's streaming on something, and it never. Really, is. me? Yes, it's so good. Oh, how funny! And Judith Light is amazing, and Tony Danza is just a good personality. You know, he's just like a happy guy. It's, is this our? He's, he's fun to watch. Is this slightly before us? It was oh, like, like late 80s. Mm-hmm. No, it, it's 1984. It's a- oh, okay. Yeah. In the, like in the, in the late 80s, Alyssa's a little bit older. So she's like, you know, she's going to college and she's dating cute guys and stuff. And Aww. Oh, God. Dude, that you should fun. watch it. That sounds and the, fun. And the love story between Tony and Angela, it's like it's a will they or won't they. And it's like the whole series. And it's so good. Oh, my God. Now I really want to watch it. Oh, now I'm okay, pissed. Well, so Alyssa Milano had gone away for a long time. To grow up. I like when actors do that. She was in the uh, the Long Island Lolita story thing. Oh, really? Yeah. She was in yeah. competing movies with, with Drew Barrymore. Barrymore. That's right. And then she went away. We didn't see her. And she came back with charm. So that was like a big deal. Like, oh, Alyssa Milano came back and she was like sexy. And, yeah. You know. A grown up. Yep. Okay. Well, so that makes sense then. She totally became the it girl. Well, also... She's way better looking than Shannon yeah. Doherty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Shannon was jealous about all that attention. So allegedly she went to producers and told them, I'm unhappy, which is such a bitch move. <laughs> if it's it's a bitch move if you're just if you just don't get along with someone, it's not a bitch move if they're being disruptive. Well, right, like the, right, right. Like the 90210 cast, I understand that. Yeah, for sure. You know? So she requested to be released from her contract, but the producers refused. Later in the year 2000, Shannon was arrested for a DUI in Ventura County. Shannon denied that she was the, under the influence and pleaded no contest. Your first mistake is being in Ventura County. <laughs> <laughs> no, <okay>. Your second <laughs> mistake is valley. being Shannon Doherty. <laughs> she was ordered to go on speaking engagements to talk about the dangers of drunk driving. And this, of course, made headlines everywhere because she's now back in the public eye and she did a little bad girl thing. So people yeah. like kind of ate it up. And it's not cute anymore, though. If it yeah, ever was, seriously. it wasn't. But it, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, it's <laughs> definitely not cute now, though. You're in your thirties. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in the Charmed universe, it was time for Alyssa Mon- Milano to renegotiate her contract. Allegedly, Milano and Shannon never got along, and tensions were just getting worse and worse. So Milano gave Aaron Spelling an ultimatum in order to stay on the show. Basically, Shannon goes or I go. And at that time, Alyssa was the bigger star of the show. So once again, Shannon was let go from the hit show and was now an unemployed actress. That's a power move. That's crazy, dude. How do people do that to you twice? I know. <laughs> Ooh, but you know what's crazy, though? If you if you pull that shit and and it works, like you must feel like bomb. Fuck, You're like, yeah. I'm Alyssa a Milano bomb. must feel yeah. bomb as fuck. <laughs> To make matters worse, Shannon met former boxer and internet gambler Rick Solomon in 2001, (laughs) and they were married within a few months of meeting each other. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The feud. I forgot about this. Yes. But so Rick Solomon, I guess she she described him as like a free spirit. But she's like, he would Mm. basically go days without talking to her. (laughs) So that shit didn't work out. And they got their marriage annulled nine months after they wed in 2003. Mm hmm. Then she signed on to host a hidden camera reality show called Scare Tactics on the Sci-Fi Channel. It was like a moderate hit. For the Sci-Fi Channel? Yeah, you know? Yeah, like, whatever. 
people love it's seeing a, Shannon on this little dumbass show for whatever reason. Yeah, and it's a um, it's a paycheck. Yeah, it's definitely a paycheck. I'll take it. I'll me, do it. Me too. <laughs> no, I won't do it because they make her do little dumb stuff. Like they make her get spiders on her and shit too. Ooh, really? Yeah. I thought she was just hosting it. Like, oh, welcome to Scare. She kind of like participates in it too. Oh no, never. Yeah, mind. I would love to be one of those hosts like that. And they're like, welcome to the top ten, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you like don't see them for like twenty minutes, and then they right. come back and they're like at number six. <laughs> Shannon Doherty married Rick Solomon. You would you would be great at that stuff. Thank I you, you. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> All right, and then on March 12, two thousand three, Shannon squared up to Paris Hilton at a club yep. in L. A. <laughs> I mean, this is embarrassing for hella reasons. <laughs> Let me break them down to you. So many reasons. All right, One, let's go. Shannon Doherty is 33 years old. <laughs> Two, it's Paris Hilton. <laughs> yeah. Three, this is over Rick Solomon. Rick fucking yeah. Solomon. Who is this guy? Ugh. Shannon allegedly threw eggs on Paris's car. Also, where did she get eggs? <laughs> Although, I guess you're not far from a bodega if you're like partying in downtown. Yeah, that's true. So she threw eggs on Paris's car and they fucking scratched each other. Like they scratched the shit out of each other. What the fuck? Yeah. And this was everywhere. People Dude, love would, this shit. Like low key. I would be scared. If Shannon Doherty was like wanted to scrap, I would run away. Paris like, Hilton should would... have been hella scared. Her little fucking rich ass. You know, she doesn't know how to throw down at she all. She doesn't know how to fight. And you know, also... she cried over the eggs when she got <laughs> I would have cried like I'm on Team Paris on my fucking Aston Martin. Fuck that! No, my fucking all pink Aston Martin. She got a fucking eggshell on Tinkerbell. <laughs> Shit is ruthless. I'm never going below Wilshire again. All right, so again, this was everywhere, and now we're in the internet era, so it's all and over TMZ. And also, it's peak Paris. It is so, so peak Paris. This is you like, know, so this was like uh, low key. It, this was a power move by Shannon to keep her ass in the media. Oh yeah, maybe yeah. yeah. Like if Shannon would have gotten into a fight with somebody else, it wouldn't have been that huge. But Paris like, in 03. So yeah, so it's all over the internet now because now we're in the age of the we're in the age of Perez Hilton. Mm-hmm. In December 2003, Shannon appeared on the cover of Playboy for a second time in her second f- centerfold. Okay. She- Who was asking for that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Hugh, Hugh was trying to ride that Paris Hilton <laughs> press. <laughs> he tried to get Paris and then he was, yeah, then he was like, like all right. Okay, Shannon. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Put her next to some eggs. <laughs> and a boxer in the background. <laughs> Shannon joined a daytime soap opera called North Shore, which wrapped after 20 episodes due to poor ratings. What? Yeah. yeah. It was they like were, based on like they were in Hawaii, North Shore. North Shore. Yeah. In in the 2000s, they decided they we needed another daytime soap. Seriously. Do people that's, still want you? Have you ever a watched idea. a daytime soap like that? Yeah. Passions. You have? All right. Mm-hmm. But Passions was short lived. That's not like a. It's not like General Hospital that was on for like 40, 50 years or whatever. That shit might still be on. Passions <laughs> on right now. Turn off the <laughs> podcast. You have watched. <laughs> no. What What are the ones that are still like all my children? That's still days on. of our lives. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, dude. That's, that's a good like. That's a good job if you can get it. Hell yeah. But it just seems like it seems like in the early two thousands. Why would you do that? Do a, that? Redo it? Yeah. Like yeah. do a new one. Doesn't make sense. Then Shannon produced and starred in her own reality show oh. called Breaking Up with Shannon Doherty in 2006, where she goes around doing people's dirty work, including dumping their boyfriends or just telling people off. <laughs> That's a good idea. It had incredibly low ratings. Oh, really? Yeah, it was canceled after one you, season. You, you know who should do that? Cardi B. Oh, that because that would be savage. Yeah. You need somebody who's like a straight savage. Who's like quick to do like that. that too. Yeah. yeah. That'd be amazing. I saw, did you see that video of Cardi interviewing Bernie Sanders? No. I was like, Cardi interview, she should interview all the candidates because she's asking the questions that real people have. You yeah. Know? That's awesome. Yeah. I'm gonna look that up. So finally, it became the year of TV reprisals, and Shannon joined the new cast of Beverly Hills 90210 spinoff for the CW. 
this spinoff was kind of dreamt up in the wake of the hit of the show Gossip Girl because this is around the same time that we saw um, something else come back. Oh, this is the one with the kids? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the one that's on right now. No, no, no. Okay, okay. So reportedly, Shannon was earning 40000 per episode as a guest star, reprising oh. her role as Brenda Walsh. But she, I think she was only in like three or four episodes. So maybe the one you're talking about now is they're making less. Yeah, that because the story was why are they making so little? Oh, okay. Some is she on that getting, one? Yeah, she's on this one. Okay. It's everybody's on it, obviously, except for Luke. Luke, yeah, R.I.P. Perry, but uh, the and Jason's getting a bump because he directed a couple. Oh, cool. And Tori and Jenny are getting bumps because they're credited as co-creators. Anything that keeps Tori's spelling working, I'm <laughs> a okay with. I would love for her to be a real housewife, but she's not from so, Beverly Hills. That's what you said, right? <laughs> right. They're gonna or shoot at her mom's is, house. She is from Beverly but Hills, but she don't live there no more. <laughs> so, oh, so I guess like Jenny Garth was also on this initial spinoff too, mm-hmm. and everybody was super hyped to see them back together because they thought that they were gonna be all catty mm-hmm. and shit. Then in 2010, Shannon was a contestant on Dancing with the Stars season 10 because oh. that's what people like her do. Mm-hmm. She was eliminated in the second week <laughs> and her career has mainly stuck to made-for-TV movies since this time, speaking engagements, continued guest spots on TV sitcoms, and now the second spinoff of 90210 that she's on. Huh. She's actually getting um, like guest roles on other shows. I have never seen her literally in anything. Yeah, me either. But I guess she does. Yeah, like she'll be on like Law and Order or right. some shit like that. And I bet she does hold a special place in people's hearts that were that age, the, the nine hundred two one zero age. Yeah, for sure. They probably love seeing her pop up in that stuff. And those are probably the same people that watch those other types of shows. Yeah. In two thousand fifteen, Shannon was diagnosed with breast cancer, which has spread to her lymph nodes. She has been public throughout her treatment with chemotherapy and radiation. And in 2017, she announced that her career cancer was in remission. (laughs) (laughs) Also, her career is in remission. Uh, (laughs) And that's what's up to date with our girl, Shannon Doherty. Good for you, Shannon, I guess. Yeah, you did it. You're out here. Yeah. She was, uh, ooh, she, it says here that she also joined the cast of the Heathers reboot. Oh, cute. Yeah, I heard that they're going to make a spinoff, right? No, they made it, but then it had to get canceled because it's very violent. Like, um, there's the uh, guns and stuff, and it's cu- I feel like it's not a good look to have, like, guns in schools. It's definitely not. So they can- they shot a whole ass season and they canceled it. They never, I don't think they ever oh. showed it. Really? Wow. Because actually, I think they might have shown the first episode. uh, This is speculation. Either they showed the first episode and canceled it right after or canceled it right before the first episode showed because it was when the shooting happened at at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. Oh, my gosh. And it's like, I mean. Yeah, we can't have that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's crazy. Well, guys, that was this week's episode. Thanks for listening. Hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at Drama Club Pod and on the website dramaclubpod.com. On the hotline, 505-539-0556. Leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Buy a sticker if you want. I sent out some stickers today. Shout out to Big Mike. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you on Monday with our Afternoon Delight episode. Bye. Bye. However, whatever with your helmet.